The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss how to harness the power of artificial intelligence to gain actionable insights from your sales calls. Joining us is Masami Middleton, who is the CMO of CallRail, which is a technology provider that helps businesses turn more leads into better customers. CallRail's lead intelligence platform, including call tracking, form tracking, and conversion intelligence, reveals the best lead source and call insights to help optimize marketing and lead conversions. Yesterday, Masami and I talked about how you can unlock call data using artificial intelligence. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about turning call data into marketing advantages. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Masami Middleton, the CMO of CallRail. Masami, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks. Glad to be here. Excited to have you back. Always a privilege to have someone from CallRail join the podcast. Uh, yesterday, you and I talked about artificial intelligence and how it's kind of old hat for CallRail. You've been using large language model to help brands understand what's happening in their call data for a while. And now everyone is not necessarily catching up, but applying similar technologies I want to talk outside of just using artificial intelligence to understand what's being said in your sales team's calls. How do you think your call data is actually creating marketing advantages? Talk to me about how you can make the connection between what's being said by your sales teams on calls or what your prospects are saying, and how do you leverage that for your marketing campaigns? I think at a fundamental level, call insights provide a level of visibility that a lot of marketers or agencies historically have not had. In earlier days of marketing, I think a lot of people were fixated on maximizing leads at the lowest cost possible. Well, those days are gone when it's all about just as many leads as possible at the lowest cost per lead as possible. You absolutely have to care about the outcomes that you're driving, what's happening with those leads. Are they being properly handled? Are people actually answering the call when you're driving a call to a business? Marketers should absolutely care about that because if they're managed well, that's what drives your ROI, right? And so we have heard a lot of customers talking about that lack of visibility, but with solutions like our conversation intelligence, they can very quickly see how those calls are being handled. For example, if you're a marketer and your business says, we're not driving quality leads, 
you have the evidence at your fingertips to kind of see, yes, these are the kind of leads that we're driving. Let's look at the quality of the conversation, what the outcomes are. In older days, we couldn't do that, right? Or there would be a siloed kind of relationship between the frontline sales team and marketing. We're very much about linking those things together. And whether those insights are useful to sales and how to optimize agents' conversations on the phone, or if they're used to optimize marketing campaigns, all that's great. I think what we're about is just surfacing those insights so either team can use them. And the benefit to the marketer is they can really see how those leads are being handled and know that they're driving ROI. I'm trying to come up with a catchy term for what you're describing, the revenueification of marketing, the CROification. But what you're saying is essentially that there are less silos, there is less of a brick wall in between sales and marketing. So the marketing criteria is not how many leads are we getting? We don't count MQLs like we used to. And then say, it's the sales team's problem to be able to convert them. Now we are being credited based on not only the lead volume, but the lead quality and the conversion weight. We are reliant on the sales teams as opposed to basically bringing the food to them to allow them to prepare the meal. That said, there is some great data that can be pulled from what is happening on the sales side that can help you be more efficient in your marketing. We touched on this a little bit. Talk to me about some of what you can pull out of your sales data, out of your call data, to understand not only what marketing campaigns are effective, but also how to create new campaigns. I think there's a lot of things that our solution has been doing for quite some time that allows you to really isolate the best leads and the lead sources that are driving those best leads. So there's a scoring criteria that you can use. There's ways of automatically qualifying leads that are high quality that you can then feed back to campaigns like Google Ads. And I mentioned this in the last episode so that you're training your campaigns to drive those quality leads based on the signals that you get in the call. In the last episode, I also mentioned the summaries and the sentiment that we're able to surface. Yes, calls have a lot of rich insights, but no human has the capacity to go through hours and hours and hours of calls. You're talking to the wrong person. I'm in front of a microphone on a podcast all of the time. It is possible. <laughs> it is possible. Yeah, but when you're a business that's dealing with thousands and thousands of calls, and especially if you're a marketer where your core focus is not on how the calls are managed, your core focus is proving your worth as a marketer or retaining your clients as an agency. And so you want to make sure that nothing's being dropped. The ball isn't being dropped like they're not answering the call or the calls aren't handled in a suboptimal way where you know that they're not driving the right call outcomes, whether it be a booking or revenue. So our summaries, our sentiment analysis allows you to get at a glance insights in seconds, as opposed to pouring through call transcripts or listening to hours and hours of call recordings. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. 
Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. There's a, what was it, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, the old sales movie where they were kind of highlighting the value of the leads. And it was for anybody that's, I don't know, under 40 years old that probably hasn't seen this movie. It's a sales team that always is fighting over who's going to get the good leads. And the takeaway here is they're saying, well, if you did a better job closing, you'd get the good leads. And in this case, it seems like now we have the technology to be able to understand whether it is a lead efficacy or whether it was a sales conversion problem to say, look, this channel is providing good quality leads. Sales team, you're just messing it up. Or you know what? That wasn't a very high quality lead. So we shouldn't hold the sales team as responsible for a lower conversion rate. That sentimentality is incredibly important in understanding the quality of the source. Now, you mentioned something yesterday about using keyword analysis to be able to create new campaigns. Walk me through how you're able to understand what are the valuable keywords that are set on a call and how can you use that for your marketing efforts? As we all know, as marketers, we have assumptions on what keywords are working and we have data based on the keywords we're using that are driving at least the leads. But again, when you actually dig into the conversation itself, it's surprising how you can often see the ways that you didn't anticipate that customers are describing what you do. The language they use may be different than what you assumed. And so using the at-a-glance insights like the call summaries or digging into the transcripts or the recordings are a great way to tweak or add to your keyword set to make sure that the way you describe yourself is in actuality the way customers describe what you do. So that's a way. And then I also gave an example yesterday on how you can even use negative keywords, right? Make sure that you're not including stuff that are driving the wrong lead that is not qualified. And you can see those outcomes quickly through our call insights. And so On the positive and the negating side, you can either enhance or remove keywords that you shouldn't be using. We talked about understanding the value of a given marketing channel to figure out if you should invest more in it. We talked about using some of the keywords that are being used in your calls to understand if you should add them to things like your search query or create content around them. One of the things we didn't talk about is understanding who the customers are and what are their desires. Talk to me about using your call data for more foundational marketing, your customer research. I'm glad you brought that up because I think there's another application of the rich call data that allows you to relook at the landing pages that you're using, relook at the mailers, take a look at the copy that you're using to engage differently with customers. 
Also, if you have an assumption in terms of a solution or a product that the customers want, but then digging into the call data, you see that they're asking for something else, that could be an opportunity to think about expanding your solution set or your product offering. There are certain customers that find surprises in terms of what customers need, which opens the door to at least explore that. It may not be a core fit with your business, but there are insights, again, maybe adjacent to what you do today that could be opportunities tomorrow. It seems like one of the ways that you can gain a marketing advantage using your call data is actually not understanding your own company or how customers view it, but also understanding the competitive set. Talk to me about what you can do to gain understanding of where you fit in the landscape in the eyes of your customers. How do you do competitive research using your call data? I think keywords are another avenue to really identify what's happening in a conversation that includes your competitive brand name. So if we were to really isolate and tag calls that involve the names of your primary competitors, that allows you to quickly drill down into those calls to understand what do customers need? How do we stack up if they're doing some sort of comparison? Just a lot of rich data that allows you to get VOC, like voice of customer straight from the horse's mouth, what they're saying about you versus somebody else. So again, it boils down to finding those keywords or the tags that really identify the leads or the calls that are of particular interest and then doing the drill down from there. I'm going to riff for a second and pretend to be a salesperson. Masami, thanks for hopping on the call today. Really excited to talk to you about our products and services. Real quick, tell me about the problem that you're trying to solve. Okay, now that I understand the problem, tell me about where you look to solve the problem. How did you hear about us? What were some of the other companies that you looked at? Tell me what you know about the competitive landscape. Asking those questions to essentially build a rapport and understand the customer's problem isn't only valuable for your sales rep, it also helps you create the call data that you can then analyze, understand who is in your competitive set, how your company is being looked at relative to them, and most specifically, what's the problem your customers are trying to solve? Without that information, the keywords that you're targeting don't matter because your sales reps won't understand the problem that they're trying to solve for the customer that's why call data is such an incredibly valuable and powerful source. Masami, any last words before I let you go? I think this has been super stimulating, and I'm glad that we were able to dig into AI and a more practical view of AI, especially as it focuses on calls. So appreciate that. I might have mentioned this yesterday, but CallRail was the first ever sponsor of the MarTech podcast. Uh, without you, we wouldn't be here talking about artificial intelligence. It's been, I don't know, almost six years since we launched the show. I will always be grateful to CallRail for helping us get off the ground. I am very excited to have you back on the show. So thanks to you and the rest of the organization for always being a contributor and a sponsor of the MarTech podcast. Thanks for coming on and being my guest. It's our pleasure. Thank you. All right, that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Masami Middleton, the CMO of CallRail, for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Masami, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit her company's website, which is callrail.com, C-A-L-L-R-A-I-L.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. 
And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.